day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 6. Two topics, 60 minutes for the people. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And if this swole bitch is the CEO, that must make me Charlie Rivera, the COO and other co-founder of U.S. Comics, a.k.a. the oldest 35-year-old oh, oh. on the planet, about to be the oh. youngest 36-year-old in all the multiverse. I have to automatically... Days. I know we're barely seconds into this episode, but I automatically have to disagree with you. Um, you are about to be the oldest 35-year-old because on, on the calendar it says 36. But just like our mother, I fully do not anticipate you admitting shit. You know In what? Cool life. Charlie's Fun like, fact, ah, you're, you are so used to my <laughs> lines and my special brand of bullshit. I actually said I was the oldest 35-year-old, youngest 36-year-old, because oh. I am not only Boom Boom, I am also, yeah. as well as the birthday boy, in just a matter of days. Just, What'd you get me? Just hours. Just hours away. Uh, you know what it is, and Gifts, I got you, please. and I wrapped it up already. I'm not telling you. I will tell you this, though. It was this close to being wrapped in Christmas paper because <laughs> that shit was originally a Christmas gift. You know what? I don't care how the <laughs> gift is wrapped. It could be wrapped with, like, Charlie, you're a fat piece of garbage who's bad at podcasting. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Don't, no, John, don't actually make that problem. Do not, do not. How are you not doing? Bad. Charlie, beautiful what, comic book what can day? I tell you, dude? I, uh, here we are, comic book day. And uh, we are we are still fresh. The, the the rumblings, the echoes of Super Bowl Sunday are still hanging in the ba -da air. Ba -da um, Oof! You Oof, know it. Uh, it was one of those games. It was just one of those games that you were like, "How can I be this fucking bored while simultaneously <laughs> being angry at the end result?" And annoyed at the officiating. It was I just it was a real miracle of sports. <laughs> Here's if I must the thing. say so. Here's the thing. Uh the the most popular comic book movie is probably uh, uh the Avengers when they finally fucking killed Thanos. It would not have been that satisfying had Thanos not built himself up as this mega level villain. Sure. So the good Grimace news had a lot of work to do. The good news about uh, Super Bowl Sunday this year is all it did was make the legend of that utter douche, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, what's great is the higher Brady gets Ooh. lifted, oh, the cooler our Captain America himself. I am. I am watching our new england fans dump out of the program well that, done that's charlie fine. well they can, done they 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 have everything else you I piece mean, of garbage well, give I can me say this. this for on uh, for their sake i just hope that in the pages of us comics 
no huge battle happens in like <laughs> Boston because then they would be really mad at us. Spoiler alert. The only way that the battle of Boston could be more impressive <laughs> is if Eli Manning saved the day Ooh. while still not being Charlie, able to tie his laces. We have not yet come to terms with that cameo. And I, 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 I do not uh, envy the son of a bitch that has to draw in that neck into a comic. But um, again, we, we, we just put... Uh, we just put the Super Bowl behind us. And, um, you know, the game was what it was. Some people got what they were rooting for. Some people uh, didn't. Some people largely didn't give a shit. Um, but we were all there for the commercials. Well, the snacks, naturally. But the but the commercials, and I have to say, man, I, I, you know, full disclosure, there was an open line of communication. Yes. Obviously, uh, um, with social distancing, we were not able to be with everyone who we would like to be with ideally on a Super Bowl Sunday, but I had a check text thread going with Charlie. I had a text thread going with uh with uh Andrew and Sean and Casey. Um we had uh, a text going by uh to, to Barney and, and and Brian and it was it, it was it was live. It was live. There was <laughs> did you see that? What about this? And I'm not talking about gameplay. I'm just talking about movie trailers. Yeah, I think the 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 one I don't know about you, but the one I'm looking the most forward to is that uh that mayonnaise fairy. That shit looks hilarious. <laughs> that what that's not a not I, a movie trailer. Uh, not a one of my favorite comedians continues to fall. Don't okay, cool, 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 cool. Don't tempt fate. If she shows up in a Marvel flick, I'm coming straight to your front <laughs> door and banging on it like the wolf trying to get to them just piggy. a just a middle-aged squirrel wolf, girl. Girl. that's that's the only Listen, way that she's could work doing her me. thing she's she's getting her paper much respect she got you know she got a, the kid under 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 the covers she got another one on the way look it is what it is need, no but you there need were that uh that mayo money baby Listen, exactly kids got to go to college mayo's gonna Helmut's gonna pay for it um but yeah no i for, for me specifically when that uh i don't I'm, i refuse to call it f9 when fast nine trailer dropped oh, uh, i was quick quick <laughs> quick and thumb action to get to my boy charlie because i know uh, you were hyped just up. so you i i don't know how fast and furious keeps doing it because i'm as hyped up as i am utterly humiliated that i enjoy that <laughs> franchise that is the dumbest <laughs> Gar it's such garbage, oh, it is. but it is like that 1983 delicious garbage when Vin Diesel has a straight face when he's like, oh, I miss it so much, like a bad Stallone impersonation. He misses the life. You have eight movies under your belt of the light in real life. He would be so sick of it. He's like, I want to go back to my like deli stand. I, I this always sucks. I always look at uh franchises and, and TV series as well in the same way. Uh if there's been X amount of sequels, or if there has been if a show has been on TV for X amount of years, I always equate them to something like uh well again, we'll look at the Fast and the Furious franchise. The Fast and the Furious, if if they were a uh, uh, a person in college they would be a doctor they yeah. would be a doctor yeah, yeah, yeah. of useless stupid it, bullshit instead they're pulling a van wilder they're just like fighting off graduation oh. they're in their ninth semester no, but I'm saying they have some, uh, a nine-year medical student you're like that's this motherfucker this he could open you up <laughs> give you liposuction give you a heart transplant 
and uh, teach you how to dance before he zip. Like he would install, he or she would install a zipper because there were zip, 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 zips like so often going into your body and having their way with you. And frankly, the Fast and the Furious franchise has very much been having their way with you, Charlie. <laughs> oh, Where's your zipper? You know, Show and I us keep showing up. I'm like, let me see the tank top with <laughs> the religious symbol on your chest. Oh, my God. With that being said, one could argue that my love and affection for Fast and Furious is not totally deserved, and it comes from, like, just built credit. However... One could argue that, yeah. <laughs> however, the, the gift that keeps on giving, and so far, they just keep proving my money right is marvel that falcon and winter soldier trailer is goddamn charm city and all i want it's a buddy it's a buddy cop story just like the, what they're doing so well especially with the the disney plus uh installments they're they're throwing stuff at us but they're not just giving us 30 minute versions of the marvel cinematic experience they're going to give us disney plus um experiences that feel different from property to property which god bless it's, them marvel uh, good for you you know if if anyone was disappointed by the last bad boys congratulations you're I mean, about several to get a, million were you're about to get a disney plus version that like it feels like the best of that genre i would watch the two of them have a staring contest for <laughs> a, a month straight they I, I just cannot wait and they do things so miraculously well-intentioned the falcon kind of pulling a captain america to bucky is such like a great three level yeah. gag one it's well, falcon motherfucker yeah. flies so like right. yeah he doesn't need it but it's that sort of like <laughs> the 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 energy that captain america never had the fact that there's like a super bowl-esque game going on that the knockoff captain america's at uh, there's again charm city only that only charlie could give a backhanded compliment to a marvel <laughs> property he's like yeah you know uh bucky's dope and falcon's great fuck captain america yeah and they were like at the super bowl like did you I think you're gonna slip in it i didn't unbelievable mean ass. unbelievable I mean, the knockoff captain america charlie's about to give uh flag well, Chris Evans a run for the title of america's ass um but you know what it, it was obviously it was great to see especially in this kind of COVID era that we're yeah. all living under but to see big stories being teased with these trailers which is you know what you it's part of the 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 price of admission my god so to yeah. speak but i was jazzed up for a kind of a, a smaller uh installment and very much within the comic book universe was old so old for anyone who is unaware old uh, m night Shyamalan's newest installment which obviously look we all know there's nowhere to go but up for my uh, what a twist brother um old uh is based on the the graphic novel sandcastle which is just dynamite it's a great concept they put an awesome cast in place and talk about uh, these productions that they happened in spite of fill in the blank like the world falling apart pandemic in spite of they filmed in the caribbean during a hurricane season a hurricane hit wiped out their entire set 
they dug themselves up like, well, rebuild it. We still got a movie to finish. And they did it. Do you and think that movie's someone, about to drop. Do you think someone went to M. Night when, like, the set's destroyed, costumes are up in trees and shit? Do you think someone was like, what a twist, am I right? And Oof. M. Night was like, fuck, Larry, fuck you, you fired. If there's a, a dead body that at some point in the movie washes up on shore, all mangled and beaten up and, like, property of M. Night Shyamalan pencils <laughs> stuck into their head and neck area, then yes. I do think somebody came up with that joke. There, There's something so... And again, obviously, we love it. We made a show about it. There's something so cool about the, the kind of four-color funny book universe because something like old doesn't necessarily feel like a... Like it ha like it comes from the comic book. Well, world. yeah, like a, a comic book that that lands in front of you that doesn't have a, a character in spandex and a cape and swinging giant hammers and swords uh, is not the first thing that people think of when they think of comic books or or even graphic novels. Graphic novels as standalones, I think, have more of a uh, they have a, a more of an open field of possibility of, of content that they can write towards. But look at some of like the best graphic novels ever. Mouse. Like yes. you're gonna tell me you're you're gonna give me the, the Jewish Nazi experience with mice, and I'm gonna love every second of it. Uh pa Palestine, I mean, uh, even 300, something yeah. like 300, which went on to obviously to, went on to become uh, many people's one of their favorite movies, like very stylistic and just a you know a little bit uh, a little bit off color with some of the depictions. But that all being said, that's you don't think of uh, like Greek uh, hero stories. I almost called it a legend. It's not, you know, it's not. Yeah. Um, but like you don't you don't think of these things as an automatic translation to the comic book uh, format. But man, oh man, do they translate well? Old is another example. Yeah, and and you know again, and that's the thing. Like these, these comic book epics and things that feel very comic booky and feel stuff that they're trying to turn into franchises. Clearly, leaning on this kind of bajillion dollars comic book stuff is made. <laughs> you know, the Super Bowl is is great. These commercials are great, but also simultaneously to the big game. There's there was a ton of trailers also having extended cuts released on YouTube. New, so yes, I, yes, yes. I can't remember if it showed up during the game. I feel like it a 30 second spot did. But did you see the new like expanded look at Top Gun? That I was labeled not. as like it's Super I'll Bowl. We'll be back commercial. in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh it was it again, they didn't really show any new footage, oh, but okay. the repackaging of the footage we've already seen is just like Fucking do they do what? the bottomless version of the volleyball game? Because I I'm, listen, I'm we just, got we got a little time to kill I, here before I'm we get into in. topics. Those YouTube drops of the extended looks were awesome. And again, that's really where I super consume this content because you can watch it four or five times in a well, row. Well, well, Zilla gave gave additional footage, which was um, so also, people could get into. I, dude, if Mecca, you I don't know if you said it it's on the Mecca show. I, I think. But, if no, you, I think it was private, but if whatever. You straight it's up, up you, I, I was like, I think I see Mecha Godzilla. You're like, that looks like a fucking I'm blur, like, but maybe. No and way, then, boo. And then shut you up, literally moron. went all the way to like, I think Mecha Godzilla is the main fucking enemy. To hey, which. Charlie, I have a theory. <laughs> I fucking think Mecha Godzilla is in this movie, kid. And it's so funny, too, because I've been making the joke of like, the, the we're, we're one movie away from Eleven from Stranger Things, like piloting. A giant mech suit to fight other like fucking bring it on like I 
any a lot of people complain that the super bowl the commercials are so expensive all you get are these like little snippets that godzilla kong snippet brought me right back right. to the energy level of the first well, trailer well, but Those you know trailers and, have and been this is dynamite. something i i think that was done very intentionally and something else that we've spoken about uh pretty thoroughly i think here a number one trailer making is its own art form right I, I could make a very happy career out of being a director of trailers yeah, because it does more than just sell the movie. It you know we talk about it again. It needs to do so. Sell the movie without giving everything away. If you're just giving every product away, that doesn't make you a good salesman, dum dum. You need to sell it. You need to titillate. You need to tantalize. You need to give the potential consumer a proverbial "How's your father?" on their undercarriage. You really need to bring them along with you. Get them into the theaters or get them onto the couch, what have you. And, and sometimes trailers are just very, very bad about it. They give you everything. Yeah. And they're sitting nothing. there at the movie angry. You're like there's, there's uh, why, why am I here? Or they undersell it and you don't see it until it's playing on like TBS. Yeah. Uh, two years later. You're like I missed it. I, I could have been enjoying this. You now know here's the thing though, real quick before, before I lose the thought, cause that yeah. happens to me at my age. Um, one thing that they did say for the Super Bowl trailer specifically was you got to see Zilla. Oh, slip the jab. Oh, slip the jab. Up to that point, at least speaking for myself, you had it was largely a Godzilla getting his ass whooped. It looked like again, I, I throw it back to Iron Mike all the time. It looked like round one, the 32nd mark, the first time that Iron Mike threw that cross. You're like, whoop. That was a solid 60 bucks. Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, I, I legitimately had the thought after the first trailer, which I think is brilliant. I think it's I think the first trailer and this follow-up trailer to, to Kong versus Zilla, I think they've been utterly perfect. I think they've they're, been good. They've I think been they're really perfect good. trailers. But from the other side of that first trailer, having rewatched it now after seeing the kind of Zilla punch uh -huh. heard around the world, it was a lot Zilla of Kong being like, ooh, ooh. Kong brought the hammer in that first trailer. And this is like legit. If this trailer was Zilla like wiping off a little blood, yes. looking like full on Bruce <laughs> Leroying it. Um, Godzilla's God like, damn. nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> He does Take that weird tool. thing where he just glides on his tail from yeah, like yeah. the fucking yeah, shitty yeah. 70s movie. Um, He's like, Michelle! <laughs> you know what, though? I, I do got to say, because I, I know we, we probably should get started, because uh, the show's over at this point. Yeah. Um, one of the things that trailers need to do is, as I mentioned before, they need to titillate. They need to whoo, cast the lure and reel you in. I was sitting here like this. <clears throat> like outer lip stuck out like i have i, I look like a uh, forest gum's friend i had to stick uh, i had to be careful my bottom lip that i didn't hit any trip wires with just it describing uh, i was just i was just pissed and uh i had no i had less than zero intentions of watching superman and lois that trailer caught me man that, that trailer caught me i am declaring it now that's a miracle. I will be in attendance in front of the, in front of the sixty five inch to watch Superman and Lois. And and you know it's funny. My own words came back to haunt me slash slap me in the face. Give me the Godzilla counter. <laughs> I was actually talking to friend Jordan, and uh, 
we were talking about uh, some of the continuing adventures of characters that you know that we that we throw out there. Actually, I think this was part of the the, the Batman slash Zorro conversation we had last week. And uh, I I said myself, I said, look, you take a it's very simple. Let me educate you for a question you didn't ask about. <laughs> You take a character, you boil them down to their to the brass tacks. You boil them down to their core, the simplistic explanation. They explain it to me like I'm a third grader version of a character. You take that character and you stick them in the freezer. You get them all hard and solidified and you say, this is who this character is. Then you take that character and then you place them in a new situation, something that we haven't seen before, but they still staying true to their core elements. And you send them down the road and now you have something that people want to see. And Charlie, did I not just describe Superman and Lois? Like, yeah. wasn't that the, the, the nickel pitch, the elevator pitch for the damn show? I described to myself the show I wanted to see one of my favorite characters in <laughs> and was like, no, I'm not going to watch this. Oh, shit, wait. No, the trailer. <laughs> the trailer. The trailer basically took me by the front of my shirt, shook me, gave me one across the face, one across the back, and said, hey, stupid. This is what you asked for. Here it is, and yeah. I, I the, acquiesced. The, the weird, the weird thing about it, and then, and then we will move on. <laughs> but uh, the one thing that really, really stuck with me and haunted me a bit was <laughs> like every decision that they made and announced. <clears throat> I was screaming boo at. Yeah. And then I saw it put together, and I had the very <laughs> same like, oh, that looks pretty good. <clears throat> and I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm so good now at compartmentalizing feelings because I realized <laughs> that they're not, despite what I'm going to probably still say every day, <laughs> my definitive version of any particular character, it, it is my definitive version. If I get to tell a Superman story, is Lois and Superman the story I'm going to tell? Absolutely not. With that being said, the same as American Alien from Max Landis, the same as this new show, I love when someone takes a toy I enjoy and they're like, what if Stay Puff was in a rock band? I'm like, oh, fuck, let's stay puff stay in puff? space. I, you know, it's it's that thing where I'm very good at not poo-pooing someone's idea. Even if I think it's dumb, I'm like, go on. You're going to add Dazzler as a main X-Man? Proceed. Let's see what happens. Because not everything can be coming to America too. where I'm like, the, the title, the actors, and the trailer. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm they, so excited. They could have just put up a, a blank screen <laughs> with the words coming to America too and people are like hey! <laughs> it but really all, is that all i know we we got to see uh all these returning <laughs> characters and locations that we were you know it, if someone was going to come to you conceptually about uh a, a coming to america sequel you you would have taken out you know your your notebook and said well it's got to have this and it yeah. better have this and better have this but i saw what would have been number one on my personal list the dude that I would have insisted needed to make a reappearance. And it was none other than she's your queen to be. That boy good. That boy good. Queen to be forever. Oh, I'm so uh, happy to see him, man. It's just fantastic. Right, I don't, Charlie, what, what do you I don't think dude? we could do. I, I, there, is, there is a rule before oh. we get started 20 minutes in. That's valid, yeah. Han shot first, baby. Han shot first. Cheers, baby.
Mm, delicious. Oh, even uh, went down the right pipe for us. <laughs> My brother, we yeah. had an incredible teaser drop last week we for did. U.S. Comics. Damn um, what's what's on the what's coming down Oof. the line? Charlie, I got to tell you, there's been a lot has been happening on the desk slash drafting table slash occasional lunch uh lunch uh keep it above the the dogs like hey what do you got like <laughs> make the stand up sit down desk crank it all the way up so that you know the the smell doesn't get into their faces there's been a lot going on on this desk the pen has been flying the ink has been spurting all over the place but uh, i do have to tell you that this week coming in the u.s comics universe is actually a little bit of a departure uh, I, I, basically what I want to go ahead and promote is the upcoming episode of how about this? Yeah. Yes, that's right. The, uh, uh I don't want to call it a, a brother, uh, podcast to, to our own, but it's like a cousin podcast, right? Uh, so this is how about this starring, uh, starring, uh, bad Mary's own Mike starring us comics own Jordan. And this week. On a very special episode, co-starring U.S. Comics' very own CEO, John Rivera. Boy, oh boy, did I have a good time sitting in. Those guys know a lot about a lot. I know a little bit about a little bit, but that little bit was what they were interested in. So we uh, we had a good time. I'm very anxious to uh, for everybody to hear it. So... Uh, if you guys enjoy this even a little bit, I promise you'll enjoy that uh, a little bit more. I hope you I hope you guys enjoy my special guest appearance. I love it. I love it. I gotta talk to those boys about getting on. I will <laughs> not be I will not be usurped. Damn Make it. sure you phrase it better because uh, otherwise you're just asking for a little help. That's true. That's true. John. Yes, sir. Start my time, baby. We took our shot. We did the news. I need uh, to get a rolling, baby. Here it goes. There we go. John, have you ever been in a new relationship and everything's going great? And then it just starts, it, it's going down that road where it's great, it's great, it's great. And then almost even though things are great, they're putting out more effort and more effort. And you're just like, I need to nap now. Like, you, you can't be trying so hard. You can't be hiding. It becomes suspicious. Like, <laughs> listen, I know I'm delicious, but I don't need to be kissed up on when I got morning breath. I don't need, if you just bought me a PlayStation, I don't need an Xbox. At some point I go like, cool, you jets, we're going too fast. This is too much. This sounds more like a conversation for the therapist, not myself, but... I'll give it a whirl. I'm going to keep going because uh, <laughs> free therapy every Wednesday. Uh, this is what Spider-Man 3 is doing to me. Oh, boy. So the big news is allegedly one of my favorite performers of all time in all the multiverse, Neo himself. John Wick himself, Ted Theodore Logan himself, is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And no, he's not going to fight Maybe. Punisher for who's the best gunsmith. No, he's not. He's allegedly going to play Craven in Spider-Man. 
now a lot of the internet was like we want carl urban a lot of people were like keanu's too cool for it he needs to be menacing to which i say and this isn't my topic but go fuck yourself keanu reeve uh he he reeves does what reeves does man you ask him and if he's passionate he's gonna knock it out of the park i'm not saying he hasn't had some stinkers what i am saying is his fucking hits don't come at me with matrix 3 if you're not going to acknowledge matrix 1. don't talk shit about replicants uh unless you're talking to me about john wick 1 2 and 3. so if he does play craven he's gonna fucking be awesome and you're gonna love it however two weeks ago they were like, hey, Charlie, how about some Daredevil in Spider-Man 3? And I said, oh, that could be cool. And then I, then I started doing math, and I'm like, okay, Keanu and, da and Daredevil, that's that's pretty dope. That's wh What's that? You're going to bring in Tobey Maguire? Weird. What's that? You're going to bring in my brother in his khaki pants in the middle of the goddamn spectacular Spider-Man? For those of you who don't know, the CEO of US Comics is in a Marvel movie, Spectacular Spider-Man 2, boring-ass graduation scene, <laughs> the crotch heard around the world, Damn behind straight. Ame, my brothers, Oof. Twig and Berries. Uh, we'll give you the timestamp. This fucking movie. day of weather for the crotch. Dude. The same exact mistake that took down the original Spider-Man 3 was too many damn characters. And this movie is allegedly going to have three Spider-Men, yeah. nine villains. The list is getting longer. If I can just interject, Charlie. Please because, do. Uh, I, I know even, even for an accredited therapist, it's a lot of ground to cover. <clears throat> first and first mostly, Ooh. as our boy Nick Crow would say, uh, I am personally offended when you were going through the hits of Kanunu, that you left out Heaver the goaltender that just <laughs> mysteriously disappears in the middle of Youngblood. How very dare you, sir. You better Sorry. recognize. You better recognize. Check yourself, son. Okay? Check yourself. <laughs> you might not make it to that next birthday. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Now, you know, people, people have made light of the potential situation like oh we better <laughs> we better i just i just thought about it and, and laughed and i was just well, that, that also is like a joke. very yeah, a yeah. very masculine I visualized, I visualized <laughs> the joke that i was just about to make fun of and it made me laugh so yet another self-correction by yours truly uh people have said um and they were right to do so this movie better have that meme movement where the three spider-men are pointing to each other which let's face it that is hilarious now that i thought about <laughs> it it made myself laugh uh but yeah i i what i think charlie and, and this is just my best guess much in the same way that my uh that i sleuthed that we're probably getting mecha godzilla and i did it all by myself probably had nothing to do with it um i think that what's gonna happen is we are indeed gonna get this um this deluge of characters however Ooh. Unlike the prior mistakes that have been made, uh, particularly in the Spider-Man realm, I don't think that it's gonna—it's the overabundance of characters that we need to pay close attention to. I think we're going to get these characters that they're teasing us, but I think they're going to be more in the realm of cameos, like quick hits, right? Like, like a montage? Like, like jungle Rocky. fighting. Um, maybe in a montage, maybe, I mean, if it's a montage, it better, be ha better have a sick 80 soundtrack behind it. 
But no, I think it's going to be more so just like little moments. And oh, oh, you'll see this person. You'll see that person. I think obviously it's going to be uh, obviously they're going to have to deal in the realm of the multiverse. Uh, so I think probably it's going to and I, I, I must admit I have not seen the script. For whatever reason, they didn't think that it was a necessity to send it to yours truly. The Bastards. EO of U.S. Comics. Uh, but if I had to guess, I would say that likely he's just in and out of realities, uh, multiverse, blah, blah, blah. And that he, oh, you're so not going to get think that maybe he's the one bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident in that. Just, just logicking the story, right? Like doing the elevator pitch for that. You couldn't possibly say, oh, yeah, and then he's going to spend a half an hour with Craven the Hunter. And then he's spend another half hour with Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and, and so on and so that, forth. See, that I, right there solves you know, and here, so many here, problems. If I may, and then I'll, I'll hand it over to I you. I don't believe you, but yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to do it. This is my only gift. Um, what I think is in very much the same fashion that we know that this Spider-Man 3 was heavily, heavily inspired by um, into the multiverse by by you know Miles' uh, story, where what we got was kind of a collection of these other Spider-Men, and then they maintained throughout the story. Yeah, we got Miles Morales by himself and an ex exploration of the character for a window of time, but then when the shit really hit the fan, it was like a, a team up, right? And we've we know that this movie is going to have multi uh, multi faces, but I don't believe that it's going to be like the gang's all here now situation where the entire collection of them carries throughout the two hours, what have you, of the length of the movie. I don't think it's going to be like that. But it's it's I, I think the animated movie's fault that that was your expectation, Charlie. You're perfect and beautiful and very young, so it's an understandable mistake to make. But I don't think that that's going to be this, the case. I mean, it's the best way to to invert it because Into the Spider Verse is per like it's pretty perfect for me as a as a movie goer. It right. feels. It feels very much like the first Iron Man. It feels very much like Chris Reeve uh, in Superman. There is a certain matter of like, even if there is the passing thought of like, oh, interesting that they did this. Maybe I would, it doesn't matter. I pop in that disc and I'm like, yay, that's yeah. the feeling. And kind of subverting that expectation and almost, I hate to deny the world this, but you know, maybe denying the world that moment where the three are pointing at each other and instead having him be in a world where suddenly, a, 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 you know, a, a, what's the staff with the blade at the end called? A spear? Having one of Craven's spears come by and like he spider senses to dodge it and it's Keanu and he drops a couple of cool Craven lines until Tobey Maguire kicks him in the fucking head. Uh, that could be, that. that sure. is something that Who's not to I say that one way. of the other Spider-Man are duking it out with Craven? And it's yeah. Keanu Craven because we haven't seen Craven, if I'm not mistaken, in any other iteration no, that we've well, done. That's so the he could belong to part. any of the other Spider-Man. And, and I think you know who's not to say who's going to come over. Yeah, right? and I think what's really special about this time in in Marvel, but to a lesser extent Sony, because obviously they they kind of participate in this in this Spider-Man, and they're always looking for Spider-Man properties. Make us money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, 
Disney overlords. Um, there is something really, really cool about the idea of what this opens up because you, you think about the last two Spider-Men, you think about some of these cameos. These are now characters who potentially could have a Disney Plus show, could have, at the, you don't need the weight of another movie that's sometimes harder to grasp. WandaVision has once again very much changed the infrastructure of superhero media because you could be like, hey, guess what? Toby said he would do a six-part miniseries. We're going to go back to that world and we're let's bring everybody back. I like, don't know. Toby Maguire has a very busy slate. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he doesn't. He's not doing shit. Oh, all he's doing is gambling and taking millions of dollars off for people that can't afford it. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, let's put him in himself. He funds this shit himself. He's like, that's right. I'm back, baby. Because you like for funny for story. Me... I'm just going to go ahead and name drop this motherfucker real <laughs> oh, quick. God, did you watch Molly's game? Yes. I, I know it's good old Spider-Man. It's it's him. He is the douche. He is like, the let's douche. Get Scott Pilgrim to play. Like, so like who? What? What other Hollywood A-lister? Well, B-lister. How dare you? Are we gonna go ahead and plug in where we can't be sued? With like, look, you really portrayed me in a very unfashionable. Who the hell was gonna put two and two together? Um, I had to lose. A few mil to tell just to read. I'm like, wait a minute, this mother, this was you, motherfucker. The, this was him. The worst dude. is on the other side of that movie when it came out that good old Tobey Maguire Spider Man was in fact the guy. The best is a line that allegedly he has fully embraced as being true, which is he said something, and it's it's not an exact quote, so I apologize. But he's like, money won is so much better than money earned and it's like oh yo i want to even if that was his direct I, quote it's not his that, that quote I, has been around since before poker was both fair enough i want to party with the motherfucking toby mcguire so Ooh. bad but in you know fact, those, it was if that was my movie that would be the scene he plays he plays most parts where he's like entertain me dance clown like that's how even when he's playing parts that look the 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 evil the the evil spider-man dance is telling enough like i'm sure that was not choreographed you know uh, they just come up with like all right dance like a douchebag he's like dance like i just millions of dollars away for somebody who can't afford it you got it that was <laughs> that was actually he knew right what after. to do that was right after that a was long after night. A game. <laughs> the hair, the black under the eyes, yeah. the suit. He showed up to set like that. He's like one three million, baby. Yeah. He's just making out with He's extras. On a three day bender. Just the got just the free shrimp hanging off his ear. <laughs> Here's my question though, yeah. because I I I do feel a lot better at the notion that like oh <laughs> they don't have to do the Into the Spider Verse way. They could be original. It didn't even occur to me that that was possible. <laughs> But with the always trying to be positive, who else now? Now that we're getting all these characters, who else would you want to see a cameo for? Now, for me, I'll throw one out there for you sure. while you kind of uh, piece it up or piece it together. We have a bunch of characters that we're like about to see. You know, throw him, if especially if they do this gimmick where... He is kind of popping into these these different spots in the multiverse. That's the first time I want to see Blade, our our brand new shiny Blade. He, he 
and if we're gonna deal with vampires and if it doesn't have to be canonical to their stories yo what if it's straight up he falls into a fight between morbius and blade and we just see a couple moments of it oh that would be awesome that would be like a, that would be awesome it would be like a trailer within the body of a movie yeah like just somebody just popping by seen in six months <laughs> just like Bring morbius, morbius is like sucking on someone's blood next thing we do is we see like a leather red lined coat and and i'm gonna butcher his name so i'm not gonna say it um help me out here the actor i would have ruined that <laughs> uh so i didn't even appro- i didn't even try i'm getting old um, He's like but- two words Sounds like. <laughs> but how great would it be him just like dicing off one of Morbius's buddies' heads? And you just get this. Ooh, like, dude. how great would that be? That if would that's be the first a look. Solid no sell. Um, because, like, they were like, well, gosh, golly gee, Willikers, I hope that we can get these characters together one day. I mean, that would be, that would be like intern at 30 Rock level <laughs> cold sell. Um, that'd be dynamite. Um, I, you know, I, I did a little. I, a couple of things have come my way. I always have my ears to the rail, but I heard that potentially this isn't so much like a, an I want, but I think maybe we're going to get some combination of Chris Evans. Oh. And I'm not talking about, okay, well, are we going to get like Chris Evans when he went back in time and he's, you know, he's still Captain America and around. No, no, no. They're talking about maybe getting Captain Hydra. Chris Evans. They're talking about maybe getting Johnny Storm, Chris Evans. How like there is Gray would be like flame it, on. It opens up, it opens up the entire catalog, so to speak. You know what would be great? And I'm just gonna write this on the fly, just to, you know, maybe a little bit of a little bit of a, a resume put out there, a little bit of an application to the folks that powers that be. What if our Spider-Man? Our, 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 this universe of Spider-Man sees Chris Evans and he's like, oh shit, Cap, you have no idea. And he just thinks it's, it's yeah. uh, Rogers. Like he just, just you know, turns wearing... into his huge douchebag. No, not even. He goes up to him. He's like, oh yeah, there's all this trouble. We need to go help these people. And I can't do it myself. He's like, you got a kid flame on. And then he fucking, and he's, and he's Dude, Johnny Storm. How, and how he's like, great! Hey, Captain America. What how great would it be? And again, oh, just be awesome. adding adding to your gimmick. We just see the back of the costume, <laughs> and it's just it looks like his stealth suit. We see America's ass in navy blue. Oh, it's but he turns, and you kid. just see the the four. Oh, that'd be so fucking awesome. No one else I would love in this world where we're getting different Spider-Man. Another Chris Evans ass quote from Charlie? It's not. There's more coming. Don't worry. You have a whole segment after this. Uh, It's not. It's not Scarlet Spider-Man. It's not Ben. Thank God. It's not Spider-Man 2099. What if? What if we just suddenly saw the giant mech suit from the Japanese television show Spider-Man? Oh, that, so what if be, they have like their Mechagodzilla moment? That'd be too much. That would be on the level of Spider Ham, unless you're gonna Let's have Spider Ham. Unless Mulaney is gonna voice your <laughs> terrible Japanese non-canonical version. Um, you, what I mean, obviously, again, it, the the opportunities. <laughs> um, you know, we were talking about this at at a different juncture about this is an opportunity to bring in the mutants. Depending on like what happens here, and obviously with Doctor Strange, um, and he's going to be rolling with uh, Scarlet Witch, and she'll have a lot to do with it too. But I think that there is going to be some kind of bleeding 
of realities, bleeding of universes, uh, one into the other, because that would allow you to introduce characters that are fully formed. You know, similar to actually this version of Spider-Man. This is the 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 one time we didn't have to see poor Uncle Ben. Yeah. Get it. We didn't have to go through the 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 hither and yon of why he lives with now hot aunt. Um. Instead, we got a fully formed, young, early in the career situation, Spider-Man. But like he's already Spider-Man. Yeah. We can do that with Wolverine. We can do that with Professor X. We can do that with Magneto. Obviously, with Scarlet Witch running around, there's a lot of opportunity. Matter of fact, you can you can import as many uh, of the prior Fox iterations that we've gotten already, the ones that worked. I mean, you you could literally getting away, get away with having what they've tried to do. Like, oh, here's old Professor X and young Professor yeah. X. Like, come on, what the fuck are you doing? Um, you're literally at this place where now you can have the same actors like Chris Evans situation who have played multiple characters. Dude, come it's face just to face with so themselves. fun. And that's, that's, one and of the things you, that you just fucking nailed it, Charlie. And this exactly is the reason why Marvel, if it was a competition, is yeah. winning the game. Marvel movies, largely, and naturally there are exceptions. Yeah. Looking at you, Thor, too. Marvel movies are mostly fun. Oh! That is the line to go out on. They are one. mostly fun. They're fun. John, my man, let's pay some bills. <laughs> nice. Let's pay some bills, baby. You start Do us it. off. Look, sometimes you need a break from reality. And there's one man that does it better than most. And he does it right here on Facebook Gaming. It is Sergeant Finesse. Two streams a day outstanding gaming content supporter games giveaways contests don't be a sucker check them out today throw them a like a follow consider becoming a supporter while you're at it do the same shit for us because we need it if you need to pick me up follow the white rabbit down to sneakenergy.com and use code sgt at checkout if you're looking for some fresh new gear oh goonie google go to geeksunleashed.com use code sarge at checkout there when the sarge is on deck Yes, salute. GG, son. Need me a drink. <laughs> Very well done. Mine <laughs> is not going to be that good of an ad read. Uh, I, every single, <laughs> every single Damn. episode. I'm just trying to choke you. Uh, <laughs> every single episode of U.S. Comics Cast starts with one of my absolute favorite songs, one of my favorite bands, Bad Motherfucking Mary. Uh, Bad that's, Mary. That's their full name. That's, <laughs> that's what you call them when they get in trouble. Like, <laughs> Bad Motherfucking Mary, get over here. <laughs> Did you spill your coffee on the couch? Uh, the best part is we're just minutes away from hearing one of their tunes in full because that's how we end every episode. Mark. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website, buy merch, buy CDs, buy stickers, badmary.com. You could just throw money at them. My biggest suggestion, nope, throw no handfuls coins. of money at them. Paper money. Paper money. Be gentle. I mean, you could dollar coins count. They'll deal with it. They'll dodge. You know uh, what? You could... In this COVID age, just 
Venmo. Just Venmo yeah, a little money. Venmo. Patreon.com forward slash bad Mary. The my favorite part is they stream on every single music platform. You can look them up. Bad Mary. My new favorite thing though, let's say we've gone 106 episodes deep. You have heard hundreds of bad Mary tunes from us. New Bad Mary music every month. We're getting a brand new song. So that means every month we will be playing one of their brand new songs right here at the end of our episodes. You can check it out again on any streaming service. Badmary.com on all that social media. Bad Mary, they're one of my favorite bands. For good reason. I know they're going to be one of your favorite bands. I, I do have to say this, and far be it from me to... Yeah, that don't, don't cut me off when I'm correcting you. Uh, far be it for me to interject on Charlie when he's ra- uh, when he's ranting, because most of the rants are spot on. I'm pr- if my math is correct, I'm pretty sure it hasn't been hundreds of songs. Their canon is their their catalog is big. It's not quite that big, <laughs> but eventually, hey, eventually, man. once we're up to I like well. U.S. Comics Cast episode 500, yes, then the numbers will be accurate. But um, but yeah, they're, you've they're, listened they're to dozens of bad berries. You you've listened, you've listened to to dozens of songs several times over. Granted, and that's the way it should be. Let's face it. But Charlie, at this point in the game, there's really only one thing left to do. Mother sucker, sucker, mother. Let's start my clock. Started. Damn. No sound effects. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so we've talked about multiverses. We have talked about characters being brought back from the dead. We've talked about franchises that were picked up off the dust heap, dusted off, and propped back up on the top shelf where they belonged. But Charlie, how many times have we gotten a a reclamation project twice over? How many times has that has that happened? I mean, even in Wally. When he was like plucking the good garbage, separating it from the the good garbage from the bad, he didn't have doubles. Like it was, it was not like a a, a pop Funko. You're like, ah, shit, I got (laughs) I got two John Snows. You want one? No, it was not one of those situations. You're not like, oh, I got a chase of Wesley with uh with the mask on. Which, by the way, I do, (laughs) and uh, I happen to get him in the wild, which is unheard of. Ooh, Wesley. Mm Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. Um. But but I will say this, and actually I'll, I'll help myself out with some props as well. <laughs> I will say this, and I'm not complaining about it. I, I don't want to be misconstrued. I'm just saying I'm calling things out as they are. So our boy, our inspiration of so many things that we do here uh, and in life, quite frankly, and the way we dress in public, uh, Kevin Smith, he dropped on his own personal socials. Uh, some 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 good good like a real pick me up for this guy for this '80s kid. It was one of those. Ooh, let me stand up and pay attention. So Kevin Smith is directly involved. He is directing, overseeing how whatever whatever the terminology Show that's running. used. Yeah, for for animated projects, he is um, the guy, the man um, behind He Man Revelation which is on uh, on Netflix. It's a 2D project, which brings back to us in the forefront where he belongs, none other than Prince Adam in the flesh. 
He, he man. man. He has the power. He ain't afraid to use it, son. So we are getting a Kevin Smith-led He-Man 2D project uh, on Netflix, which is awesome. So his particular um, his particular post uh, actually gave us uh, a sneak peek or sneak listen, if you will, to the audio, to the audio uh, introduction, the new uh, hyped up audio introduction, like beginning so of the good. I have a power moment and Cringor making the changeover, uh, the whole nine yards, which is dynamite. But it did, however, spark in me the realization that, wait, don't we have, now, now let me backtrack. So, so Kevin Smith's He-Man is a continuation. It's a straight up part two. It's a it's a sequel after the fact. This huge gap um, from the eighties when the He Man cartoon went off the air. Uh, not on not on my computer or desk. I mean, for the general public. <laughs> um, so he is now telling a story, which, if I'm not mistaken, is actually largely centered around Tila. Like, yeah, Tila is the proverbial man in this uh, in this um, uh, series that we're going to get, which I'm all for. Tila was my straight. My straight up first plastic crush. I have since met and known other plastic women who have replaced her in the crush uh, department. That but is she not was my nice first. To talk about your exes like that. She was my first. Just because they did some but, surgical enhancements, it's no one's business but yours. But uh, speaking of plastic, but <laughs> there is another pro- He Man project in the works. Also coming from the good folks at Netflix, and that's um, that's uh, just simply He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which is a reimagining of He-Man. Which um, when they first started talking about it, I, I was a little bit percolated because they were referring to it as anime. It's not anime; it's animated, dum dum. Because we also have a, a much expected. Uh, much anticipated live action uh, He-Man redo, right? Uh, th- this is this was after the Dolph Lundgren, uh, not his fault, <laughs> but uh, problematic uh, production that we got. So a live action He-Man production is on the way, but but obviously in these days and times, who the hell knows if and when we're going to get it? We're still waiting to get movies that haven't been wrapped for like two years. Looking at you, uh, uh, looking at you, Black Widow. But. On the same channel, Charlie, the same fucking channel. It's Netflix has two. It is everything I wanted, and one isn't even fake. Or look, if you said, "Okay, look, here's one, here's one," but he's blue. Then I'd be like, "All right, okay, now I now I get it. Okay, it's understandable." What what's going on? I it is it is the this geek takeover. (laughs) <laughs> that we've been able to pull off over the last decade or so where we've literally and i do mean we as you hold a, a he-man pop the rise of funko pop the 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 takeover that hasbro has done of so many beloved brands to bring us new power rangers toys new ghostbuster toys this geek takeover has finally brought us to a point where we are gonna have potentially three simultaneous <laughs> he menses is that is fucking awesome and honestly I, like how do you even pluralize it honestly if this hits the home run that it might if suddenly he-man's back on top because remember and correct me if i'm wrong he-man's who showed up to be like 
step aside, Star Wars. There's a new ruler. Uh, was it inverted? Did Star Wars knock He Man off the pedestal? Or that's a was... whole that's a whole different thing. Regardless, He Man He Man was a billion dollar company. Uh, the 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 slime pit started the slime craze. It wasn't Flubber that burnt everyone's hands. It was a He-Man toy is what made slime and ooze and mutagen so goddamn in vogue uh, to the point where it's back. Of course, He-Man's back. They want their slime. He's crowd. there for the slime. But there's, there's a huge group of people who want the 2000 He-Man series to get a, a refresh and sequelize. Dude, the, the, the 2000 He-Man series, which... Was awesome. uh, largely. How dare you? How dare uh, you? That series. Ruled. I will say though that it was better than the the late or oh, the early nineties uh, yeah. human attempt that was made. I'll, I'll give him that. No, what what you're referring to, and and credit where credits due always. Thank you. And and this obviously this is also uh, in the in the realm of Netflix. So I mean they they see their analytics. They they know what they're doing. They I think they saw the action that their he-man episode of the toys that made us did gangbusters so much so that they took that little 30 minute mini documentary about how he-man came to be and and all the hoops that then needed to be jumped through and they said okay you know what let's throw out there this hour and a half version so um they 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 all also ended up producing like a full documentary called The Power of Grayskull, which is in essence like a, a long play version of the Toys That Made Us episode, which is dynamite. Again, they're both actively on Netflix right now. If you haven't seen them and you have even a passing uh, interest in He-Man or toys from the 80s or, frankly, me, <laughs> watch them now because they, they, they informed so much of kind of who I became. So apologies uh, apologies for that, but it's He-Man's fault. What Charlie was referring to earlier was, uh, I'll give you the short version because it's very interesting and it could be its own separate uh, topic because ironically, it's not my topic. <laughs> um, what what ended up happening was, I, I believe it was Mattel, right? Mattel, Mattel, um, they came, Mattel was huge because Mattel had Barbie and Mattel had Hot Wheels. And those toys flew off the shelf. They were self-fueling, for no pun intended. Um, they just were, right? They were like property-oriented. They weren't based on licensing something else. When largely, when Mattel attempted licensing products or, or um, properties, they were like only okay. Like they, <sighs> they speak about, and the documentary goes into more detail, but um, one of my favorite movies as a kid coming up was Clash of the Titans. Still angry about those remakes. Um, so Mattel, back in the 80s, they licensed the Clash of the, of the Titans uh, line and made toys. I know because I owned them. They were a little rubbery, <laughs> but they were like three and three quarter, what you'd kind of expect back yeah. then. Um, and, and they make these toys. The movie came out and closed within the same month. And poor Mattel sitting here with all of this inventory, like, okay, well, now what? So they were recently burned by the time that Lucas and company came to them and said, hey, we've got this movie coming out. It's called Star Wars. We think it's going to really lend to an awesome toy line and kids are going to really be into it. And Fuck Mattel, you, George Lucas! Mattel was like, meh, pass. By the time that they they knew that by the time that they would get those toys on the shelves, the movie would have come and gone, and they would have been in the exact same predicament 
Uh, whereas opposed to Barbie or Hot Wheels, they just spit out more. It didn't need to have a resource material. So they passed. And then um, uh, whoever that uh, was, it? not Hasbro, but uh, Kenner, 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 somebody, somebody, another toy company comes along and is like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do it. And ironically, it, it was led by a cat who had been over at Mattel. And the the fucking balls on this guy, like the the he must have left Mattel because they couldn't find a chair to support <laughs> both him and his balls. He probably needed two chairs because he was like, "Yeah, we'll fucking do it. You got it. Give us a license." And they had the same exact predicament. Look, it take only you only have X amount of time to render, design, have products produced, shipped. Like the calendar is a calendar. So they said, "Yeah, okay." And what they did was knowing that they weren't going to have the toys out in time for Christmas after the movie release, they fucking gave children a coupon. Can you imagine Here's little Charlie cut out dick Charlie sitting under the tree opening for all his all, like his, his heart content. It's like, oh, okay. What is this? What's this going to be? Oh, it's a giant fucking cardboard promissory note. What the fuck? And that's exactly what they did over there with the Star Wars toys. The original front uh, first line, uh, which is like I think, 12 characters, no vehicles, no nothing. They were like, yeah, we'll send them to you when we make them. That was their solution to it. And it was just fine. It worked. Um, but those that, little kids were like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, well, well, that's the thing too. Like, Christmas, you didn't have just one present. They're like, yeah, fine. That's like the that coupon went into the sock pile, <laughs> yeah. the scarf pile, into the uh sweaters from Aunt Tilly pile. And then a few months later, like, oh shit, I got I got mail. I'm just a stupid kid. And then all of a sudden, these Star Wars toys started showing up. Just so fresh, unbelievable. But now back at Mattel Land, <laughs> they were like, oh, the movie was a huge success. Oh, it's gonna be like a cultural phenomenon forever, even in 2021. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, still making money off those toys. Oh, that's no, that's really awesome. Um, we still have Barbie and Hot Wheels, though, right? They're like, nah, nah, nah. We need to come up with our own shit, and that's what they did. So He-Man started originally. He didn't have source material. He wasn't a comic book first. He certainly wasn't a cartoon or a movie first. He was a toy line first. Which is, you know, is not typical. That's not the way that they uh, that they did things prior, and, and now it's really changed the game. They came out with the toy, uh, and they had no no backstory, right, for the character. So they inserted little mini comic books. So, so you good. know, somebody like me, I was so like, different. I'm in. I'm automatically in. Guy in furry pajamas, uh, comic book is free of charge. I'm all the way in, son. So from day one, I was all about He Man. I had them all. And the other thing, and, and this is where things got kind of crazy for He-Man was it sold like hotcakes. So like we need more, 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 more. And they're like, oh, you want more? Oh, here's a uh, stink or here's uh, and he smells. Here's the uh, tree. Yeah. The oh, here's Moss Man. And he's covered in moss. You're like, really, guys, I want them fast, but. Take take a take a minute. I, I love that that logic never went away because when they tried to do like the big He-Man refresh, when He-Man was starting to wane and Ninja Turtles were about to take over, they were like, "Oh, uh, He-Man got a friend. His name is He um He uh Hero Hero Baby Red Cape, looking well, like Clark Kent." You know it's funny that you said <laughs> that because 
the um again not having any any basis uh with the exception of like conan right yeah so, so mattel also was offered and accepted the conan license so like yeah we like conan we like barbarian shit obviously so they took they took the property and they fucking pitched it the same day that they pitched he-man the problem with the conan uh, uh property was that you're pitching a toy line for children and conan was rated r and just titties and blood flopping all over the place in equal amounts they were like, yeah, we're going to have a real issue putting these toys on the shelves. He-Man. Pack it. And, it, uh, it, it was unbelievable. From, it went from He-Man and the Mass of the Universe. It was almost Conan and the Lamentations of the Women's. You nailed it. You fucking nailed it. But but yeah, again, that, that all being said, the, the He-Man backstory is so rich. A lot of it is laughable. Looking yeah. at it as an adult, but that back then, Charlie, I was all mad about it. One of the funniest uh, spoiler spoiler alert. One of the funniest moments. Um, they're talking about like kind of spitting out these characters just as fast as they possibly could, and um, you know the original artwork was 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 done in this like sword and sorcery style. Yeah, it's and gorgeous. was all fucking serious it's business. Gorgeous, and the toys had that that. Uh, aesthetic to them like uh, on the, the the card the backings and things like that so you look at it this is this is some serious shit but then when you watch the cartoon which came after the fact only as part of the toy presentation um it was like very light and and you mentioned the turtles turtles very similar you look at the comic book that they originated <laughs> from that's some dark shit you watch the cartoon like pizza dude the fuck you what is what is this shit can but you um, imagine that whiplash? Like they're doing a, a cartoon based on my favorite straight up murdering turtles. My murderous reptile. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, they're the sewer grate. That's oh the sewer grates the front of the van. Oh, that's hilarious. Fucking kill me now. Kill me now, dude. So so one of the one of Skeletor's henchmen was a gentleman from the from the depths from Aqualand. And uh, using so they were like He Man, Man at Arms, Beast Man. Like here we have an aquatic character with gills and <laughs> uh, you know scales and shit like that. Like what are we gonna call him? Oh, I know what we call him Sea Man. <laughs> Seaman? <laughs> you wanna you wanna call this toy for children? Sea Man? Really? I'm gonna give you a minute, George. You think this one out, and it, it, it inevitably had to be one. Naturally, one of the comic book writers. I was like, "Hey, stoop, dude, <laughs> stoop, stoop, dum dum, moron." Hey, stoop, stoop. <laughs> oh, call him Merman, bro. What are you doing? Don't get sued. Call him Merman. Let's let's call it a day. How goddamn awesome! Would the Seaman action figure be now for collectors? Oh. Like, oh, I spent six grand on a mint package Seaman. I just imagine. The character with the spout that's like sprayed water. <laughs> that should have been Seaman. Could you imagine like Don no, Draper, right. a la Mad Men, just being like, what did you want to name this character? Just putting out a cigarette like on the artist's face. Like, you goddamn idiot. I was drinking so slow. That's real good. 
Why don't you come back to the next meeting after you declare bankruptcy? <laughs> Idiot. So, so yeah. So you the, don't the even He-Man, deserve Conan, you sons of bitches. The human backstory is uh is is just just outstanding. I and then again, the Don Draper of it all, they're pitching this new toy line to their huge to like uh Toys R Us and uh, Funland or whatever the fuck what their competitor was at the time, like the, the Walmart, like their big toy carrying uh, um uh, iterations, and uh, they were like, "Well, if there's no, if it's not tied into a movie, um, so I'll, I'll put it this way: so whoever Toys R Us, no, whoever number two in the toy market was, they were like, oh, the comic books are included in the packaging. That's awesome. That's great. So then, a little while later, when they go to the Toys R Us pitch, they were like, uh, yeah, no, the, these kids, uh, they'll know about the the character and the backstory because we're putting a little comic book in there." And the guy like, ah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, and you say the toys are for three, three-year-old and up? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they could if they could buy them, we'll sell them to them. Like, ah, uh, what fucking three-year-old do you know read comic books, you moron? So they're like, oh, yeah, um, well, but don't forget about the cartoon, though. They went into these pitches. You're shitting none, me. No, no, I shit you not, <laughs> sir. So they went into these pitches with just the toys. And ironically, so so here's another thing, a little factoid again. Before we actually move on, was um <laughs> we have a minute left. It's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I mean, that's all I need. So they they went in with these like huge renders, and these toys were big. Like toys at the time were the three and three quarter. Like you know, yeah. they, they were not they were not fucking he man, right? They weren't big six bulky inches. inches. Yeah. Force perspective. <laughs> um. So they said like let's render as many as we can. But when they got to the finish line, they were out of money for like whipping these shits up like they were not articulated they were basically blocks and they're like we need we need something more like we need more vehicles more accessories blah 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 one of the other properties that they had going back a little bit was called big jim now big jim was just basically again like the original gi joe guys they were fucking dolls they were just dolls for boys and they gave them action things and little props and shit like that and like, oh, it's, it's an action figure. It's not a doll. A motherfucker walks and talks like a doll. It's a doll, bro. If it has rooted hair, it's yeah. a doll. Yeah, exactly. It's got the same genitalia as Barbie. It's a doll. So Big Jim was like a jungle guy, like an action action man. And uh, one of his accessories was a fucking tiger, like a Bengal tiger. Yes, yes. Big Jim was like a 12-inch fucking doll, whereas He-Man was like five and change. And they're like, uh, give me that fucking big Jim Tiger. And they're like, dude, the fucking tiger is huge. It's like it, it, relative to He-Man, it'll it'll be like a fucking horse. So the powers that people like God um, damn it, they're good. I will fucking saddle on them. Let them ride it like a horse. We got no time, buddy. And that's how they went into that presentation. And that's how they sold that shit. And He-Man for that window of time, I want to call it like five to seven years outsold everything everything before jar jar he-man was the star wars killer bang that's fucking amazing the, the so so I, that was all a lead-in for your <laughs> inevitable <laughs> oh oh man if anyone wanted proof that this show is the last real podcast on earth. 
There was definitely a different topic. And instead, now I'm just boned up for He-Man. I feel like I have to run to Target or Walmart. I need a He-Man and a on Skeletor a on my desk. Of U.S. Comics. Join us next week for the conclusion. <laughs> See what happens to Arnold in the back of the bicycle shop. I there. Oh, God. There is something just so you a good idea or better yet an idea that has been proven to make money they will take as many at bats as they need he-man's never left toy stores they keep trying to bring them back in different ways they're now on their third iteration yeah, of a classic slime that have their own wallets are now buying the same characters that they owned as like nine eight seven year olds it's unbelievable it's and and we're still talking about he-man you know like the, the that's like pop culture uh, uh fuel right if you're able to so so un, unalterably insert yourself in the fibers of pop culture like he-man's not going anywhere so so now that i say that a similar situation to, to prior regarding the Superman and Lois show, uh, similar to um, to Mecha Godzilla. I'm gonna do a full 180. Be like, yeah, man, give me the more <laughs> He-Man properties, the better, bro. The, more, I, the one I will say is this: the the one that I that I definitely do want having these, you know, having these uh, uh, reappearances of things that you love. And I do realize that we've gotten actually, ironically. In a more anime style, now that we do have uh, several animated versions of He-Man coming our way, and we are promised a live-action second uh, shot, uh, second shot at uh, at the property. Where's my live-action Shira? If it's they if they, to be made. if they really wanted to to tickle my undercarriage, you would have Shira just show up. It's just in the live-action. It's don't, just don't, better. Don't bury the lead. Don't tease me. Do the note. Don't Easter egg me. I don't want to see a unicorn. I don't want to see a guy with like a heart on his breastplate. I want nothing. No intro at all. I just want her to pop up. And then, like, if you God willing, we're back in the theaters. That'll be the moment where you stand up and be like, ah, fucking Shira. How great would it be if like he-Man's getting overwhelmed by like snake men, and suddenly we just have one of those muff, like just six snake heads cut off, and it's goddamn her with her what was this, like the sword of majesty or her bubble gun, whatever. All I can say <clears throat> is that if anyone knows how to handle some snakes, it is Shira. Bang again. There's no better ending for an episode of US Comics than that comment for the CEO of US Comics. I am your very humble, very youthful, very enigmatic CEO of US Comics. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you share the video, share the audio. Make sure you follow us on everywhere be it YouTube, iTunes, uh, here on Facebook, on Instagram. The on the street, just start screaming out your window. Hey, yo, listen to U.S. Comics Cast, suckers. For this show, you are our lifeblood, and we thank you for joining us. But my brother, there is only one way we end episodes of U.S. Comics Cast. So tell the people how that is. It's really simple, kids. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. I have the power! <laughs> nah, just playing. You say save, Miss Space Girl. We out. <laughs>